Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination in the Word in Psalm 37. And we've been reminding ourselves of what the Lord tells us repeatedly, to fear not, to fear not. And in the Psalm, where he just drives away the point the psalmist does, to trust in the Lord, okay? To realize that those who are righteous will be protected by God, will be provided by the Lord, will be preserved. There's all these terms. Will enter into the land, will inherit the land, but that God will deal with the evil. Okay, God will deal with the evil people. So don't be distracted by them. Okay, don't be bummed out by them. Don't look at them. Say, and the psalmist did this a lot. He says, you know, he's looking at somebody. Says, why in the world does the wicked prosper? You know, Lord, when are you going to deal with them? So God deals with this stuff, and he's telling us. So uh, Psalm 37 is really helpful in the time when you're not sure what's going on, okay, which is sort of what's happening with a lot of us now. Uh, again, we're in the midst of that coronavirus thing of 2020. So let's go to verse 27 where we left off previously of Psalm 37. Listen to this. Depart from evil and do good, so you will abide forever. So again, we're picking up this idea of those who are of the Lord, will be blessed by God, okay? So walk with the Lord. Depart from evil. Don't have anything to do with evil. Then verse 28, for the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his godly ones. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked will be cut off. So just think for a moment what the Lord is telling us right there in that 28th verse. He's telling us, yes, the Lord loves justice, okay? He loves justice. He's going to make things right. He's going to bring forth the right judgment. But he also tells us in the same breath, in the same phrase, that he does not forsake his godly ones. And then he tells us, don't worry, you're preserved forever. If you are a godly one, if you believe in the new covenant vernacular, if you believe and repent and confess and call upon the name of the Lord, you are going to be preserved forever. You are kept by him, as a matter of fact. That's what the scripture tells us. So you're preserved forever. So fret not over these things. Remember, he said that three times already. He told us to fret not. Realize this. You're preserved forever. But the descendants of the wicked will be cut off. Okay, the seed of the wicked, the fruit of the wicked will be cut off. And that doesn't mean that the fruit of the wicked cannot become the righteous. They can become righteous by believing. Right. But he's telling us, hey, the Lord is not going to forsake you. The Lord is going to preserve you. Verse 29, he continues, the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. Now, this gives us some idea as to sort of what this land is. You know, he's told us before that we will enter into, we'll do this, do that. There is understanding of it in this life, okay? There's no doubt the blessing of the Most High in our lives. There's the blessing of Lord placing us geographically where we're supposed to be for such a time as this. There's the understanding of that, the blessing of that, the entering into the land, but here he says, the righteous will enter the land and dwell in it forever. So there is an eschatological thing that's going on right here of a thing that's yet future, 
a thing that will occur where we will dwell forever in that forever time. There is that land of blessing. And, you know, the, the scripture and old gospel songs use all sorts of phraseology related to that promised land. But just remember this, that the righteous will inherit that. We're going to inherit that which was promised by God and which is provided by God. Verse 30 continues. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom and his tongue speaks justice. So this is going to be the pattern and practice and behavior of those who are righteous. They're going to utter wisdom. <clears throat> They're going to speak justice. They're going to speak truth for it. Okay? They're not going to be uh, bashful and shy about speaking forth that truth, regardless of what it costs. Verse 31, the law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. And, you know, we've seen previously that even when the righteous stumble, that they will not stumble and fall headlong to destruction, but that the Lord upholds them and holds them by their hands. So he's saying right here, your step is not going to slip. Okay. You keep the law of God in your heart. This is what the righteous does. And because the law of God is in his heart, he utters wisdom. His tongue speaks justice. Let me tell you what's going to happen, though. Verse 32. The wicked spies upon the righteous and seeks to kill him. <laughs> and you say, well, boy, this is this is rather uh, flowery, poetic language right here. No, some of this is literally literal, <laughs> for lack of a better term. The wicked will spy upon the righteous, and they will seek to kill you. I've actually had folks that have stood around the corner of a large gathering area where we had Bible studies and listened to try to find something to entrap. I mean, can you imagine sneaking around and spying on a Bible study? Sneaking around and spying on things? Uh, I've been in many situations where uh, supposed leaders will go around in, in these little questioning kind of ways, finding out things and spying out things. Because what are they seeking to do? They're seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay? Listen to this, though, verse 33. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Okay? So the wicked will do this. But God say, don't worry. You're not going to be left in his hand. <laughs> it may look like you're going to be in his hand, but you're not going to be left in his hand. God's going to judge. God will bring forth vindication. And then last verse for the day, Psalm 37, 34. One that you've probably heard in various ways because you see it in the scripture in the Psalms repeatedly. Wait for the Lord and keep his way. And he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you will see it. There's some timing right here, maybe even at the personal level where we live day in and day out, that we need to rest in, that we need to trust in. Okay, We need to wait upon the Lord. We've been told in this psalm already to, rest, uh, to trust in the Lord, not rest in the Lord, <laughs> to trust in the Lord. <clears throat> And to wait upon him. Now, this isn't the, the waiting of slothfulness and laziness. Uh, I really think that the scripture teaches a bold, aggressive waiting upon the Lord. Not doing things to try to make God do something. Not doing things to manipulate him and make something happen somewhere along the way. But to wait upon the Lord. And one of the primary ways that we wait upon the Lord is what we're seeing here. And keep his ways. He says, dwell upon the land. Remember this? And do good. So do good as you're waiting upon the Lord. 
Keep his ways as you're waiting upon the Lord. Keep the law of God in your heart. Utter his wisdom. Speak his justice. That's what he's spoken against these verses we've looked at today. Do these things, but await that which the Lord is bringing forth. And he tells us, don't worry, the Lord's going to exalt you to inherit the land, whatever that may be at this time in our lives right now. We know it's going to happen yet future. He gives us a little hint right here. When the wicked are cut off, you will see it. There's times when we're waiting upon the Lord and the wicked are being revealed and the wicked are being cut off. I think the wicked are being given opportunities to repent, okay, to, to be brought in the right relationship with the Lord. But he's telling us to do this, to aggressively wait for the Lord, knowing that he's not going to forsake you, that he's not going to abandon us, that he's going to take care of the wicked that come against us, that we're never outside his hands, Okay? that we are protected by him. And so what he said at the very beginning of this psalm, we are to fret not. We are to fear not. So let us do that, folks. Let us aggressively wait and trust upon the Lord. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.